Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Sports Bee with Richard Holdridge. Boy, this week is flying by. I am just so glad to be here on this show. It is Wednesday. We've got a lot to talk about. I am Richard Holdridge, your host. This is episode 581, and I am here right after Rod Peterson from 2 to 3, Monday through Friday here on WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key. And we are also brought to you by Wishbone Fried Chicken, Ivy Park Sports Bar Grill, and a local grounds coffee company. We've got a great show. We've got some World Baseball Classic updates. The first two games of the NCAA tournament took place yesterday. And even though NFL free agency does not officially start, teams are already making moves. Let's go ahead and get right into the show. Some of the scores from the World Baseball Classic last night. Venezuela still undefeated in Pool D. They beat Nicaragua 4-1. to Canada, they go to 2-1 and in this tournament, and they defeat Colombia 5-0. And it's thanks to shortstop Otto Lopez, who hit a three-run homer in the top of the ninth inning to put the game away. Dominican Republic defeated Israel 10-0. In seven innings, and Mexico in a pitcher's duel defeated Great Britain two to one. And so here we go. United States taking on Colombia tonight. This is an elimination game because the winner of Mexico Canada is going to advance out of the group. So Mexico Canada and United States are all two and one. But we do have our first quarterfinal game as Australia clinches the number two spot in Pool B, and they will take on Cuba, who, even though they were two and two, they get the run differential. They win two straight after losing their first two, and they advance out of Pool A, and with Italy taking on Japan. So Pool A is going to take on Pool B. The number one team out of Pool C will take on the number two team out of Pool D, and then the number two team out of Pool C will take on the number one team out of Pool D. Quarterfinal matches will begin this weekend and with the championship game on Tuesday, March the 21st in Miami. I am just so glad that the World Baseball Classic has returned after a six-year hiatus. It was long overdue. I know it was supposed to take place in 2021, But because of the COVID-19 pandemic, they pushed it back to 2023. I am just so happy that they have got this tournament going. Does anybody wait to fill out their brackets till after the first four is played? One year, I actually picked a team from the first four to make it all the way to the Sweet 16. So all these brackets that I try to fill out, they don't give you the option of picking the winner of the first four. Anyway, that's a shame. Uh, Pitt gets the narrow victory over Mississippi State, 60-59. to And in the earlier game, Texas A&M Corpus Christi gets by Southeast Missouri State, 75-71. to Tonight, we got FDU taking on Texas Southern, the only team here in this tournament with a losing record. And then Nevada. Remember, Nevada in the early 2000s had those incredible runs by head coach Mark Fox. Well, they got into this tournament, a Mountain West team that has been competitive, and they're taking on Arizona State. 
Arizona State had some pretty good moments this year, including an upset win over Arizona. And that's going to be an exciting game. But this tournament really takes off on Thursday and Friday, all day, starting at 12.15, and then going all the way to 10 o'clock. Probably going to be able to see 12 hours of nothing but college basketball action. And I already filled out my bracket, my championship game. I've got Kansas defeating Alabama. My final four teams are Alabama, Duke, Kansas, and Texas. I know it's kind of weird, but I do have Kennesaw State defeating Xavier in the first round as a number 14 seed. And why not? I love what they are doing. The Kennesaw State Owls led by head coach Amir Abdurrahim. They are making that trip up to Greensboro, North Carolina. Tip-off, 12.40 p.m. on True TV. Xavier is an 11.5-point favorite. And Xavier's a very scary tournament team. They've made it to several Elite Eights in their career. But Sean Miller, the longtime Xavier head coach, it didn't work out in Arizona. He's back with the Musketeers. My favorite memory from Xavier was when they had a player named Two Holiday. And he said the funniest quote, it was right after the Xavier Cincinnati brawl, he pretty much came out and said, we have a bunch of gangsters in the locker room. And he said, no, not necessarily thugs, just tough guys that, you know, we we would like to zip them up and put them in a body bag. And I'm paraphrasing. He said, that's our motto, zip them up. So funny. I love that. That interview went viral. I love it. Two Holiday. I wonder where he's doing right now. NFL free agency has been the wild, wild west, and we haven't even started the official countdown of NFL free agency. But locally, the Atlanta Falcons are making moves. They sign local quarterback Taylor Heineke, who came in and became Washington's best quarterback. You know, he came in for Carson Wentz. But Washington wants to go in a different direction. They released Carson Wentz. Taylor Heineke has tested the free agency market. He has signed a two-year deal worth $20 million to play for the Atlanta Falcons. More than likely a backup. Taylor Heineke played high school football at Collins Hill. So he is returning home to Atlanta, and I think that he's going to be a fan favorite. I don't know if he's going to win the starting job. So right now you have a battle in training camp with Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke and the Indianapolis Colts released Matt Ryan. I know I was entertaining the idea of the Falcons signing Matt Ryan, and I just don't know if he would be too expensive or uh, what would happen there, especially after them signing Taylor Heineke. I think that they are going to go in a different direction. And I think Matt Ryan is going to find a position in the NFL, more than likely a backup. The San Francisco 49ers signed Sam Darnold, I don't know. He fell off. I mean, after the Jets drafted him very high and he had some promise going over to Carolina. And I think that he would just be a good backup. I still believe that Brock Purdy is going to win this starting job. And I think Trey Lance is going to get the number two spot. So Sam Darnold goes down to a, a third string quarterback. Wow. That is very shocking. And the Las Vegas Raiders trade away Darren Waller to the New York Giants. And uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, who's 40-17 and 17 as a starter, all he does is win. And he does have some weapons. 
Devontae Adams is going to be his number one target. Josh Jacobs, one of the best durable running backs in the NFL. And third and Renfro, he's got that security blanket on third down. He just is missing that tight end. I think that the Las Vegas Raiders need to go out and address the tight end position. Oh, the Dallas Cowboys are making moves. They acquire the five-time Pro Bowl cornerback Stephon Gilmore from the Indianapolis Colts, who had a disappointing year last year. At one time, Stephon Gilmore was one of the top corners in the NFL. And then the Tennessee Titans signed the former 49ers linebacker, Ashiz Alshire. He's trying to get some big-time linebacker money because the 49ers just can't keep all their guys. I think that they're still going to drop off a little bit defensively. They lost their defensive coordinator, D'Amico Ryans. Emmanuel Mosley signing with the Lions, the cornerback who came off of the ACL injury. And the, the 49ers were able to get Javon Hargrave from the Philadelphia Eagles. So they've upgraded their D-line. But they let players like Jimmy Ward walk to the Houston Texans where he is going to be reunited with his former defensive coordinator, D'Amico Ryans. And NFL free agency does not officially start until today at 4 p.m. So what is going on? Why are all these moves getting made? I have no idea. That's just the way it is. Hey, Georgia Tech signed a new head basketball coach. It is the former Portland Trailblazers point guard, Damian Stoudemire. I remember this guy. I remember when the Toronto Raptors drafted him. He played at Arizona. Damian Stoudemire. I think that he's going to be a good fit for the Yellow Jackets. He's got some experience as an assistant head coach with the Boston Celtics. It's going to be a good fit for the Yellow Jackets because right now their goal is to make the NCAA tournament. That should be the expectations at Georgia Tech, is to make the NCAA tournament. Is that too much to ask? You are in a hotbed of basketball talent in Atlanta. I'm sure that Damian Stoudemire can go in there and recruit, and Georgia Tech can get the players they once used to get, like a Chris Bosh, like a Derek Favors. And then I'll take you way back into the 80s and 90s. Mark Price, John Sally, Kenny Anderson, Stephon Marbury, Dennis Scott, why can't Georgia Tech recruit like they did in the 80s and 90s? And why are the other college basketball teams in Georgia, like Kennesaw State, leaps and bounds over Georgia Tech? Georgia had a turnaround season this year. Georgia was able to get some big-time recruits in Athens, like Contavious Caldwell-Pope, like Anthony Edwards. Why can't Georgia Tech do the same? Well, congratulations to Hannah Rose Corbin. She is the new strikeout king for Columbus State Lady Cougars softball. She breaks the record that was held by Darby Demarest with 648. She now has 649 strikeouts. Congratulations to pitcher for the Columbus State University softball team, Hannah Rose Corbin. And the Columbus State baseball team, they got the 10-run rule. Yesterday against Albany State, defeating them 15-4. to Columbus State has won their second game in a row. They improved to 18-4 on the season and 10-2 in the Peach Belt. As Derek Weil blasted his 10th home run of the season. And the Cougars get ready for a huge conference series this weekend at Burger King Field at Ragsdale Stadium. 
as they will take on South Carolina Aiken starting on Friday. First pitch scheduled for 5 p.m. The NBA last night, well, it looks like the Lakers are back in that play-in game spot, beating the New Orleans Pelicans 123-108. to You know, and a healthy Anthony Davis is scary. 35 points. Without LeBron, Anthony Davis is saying, okay, he's putting this team on his back. And the Lakers are two games out of the sixth seed, which I'm starting to get nervous that they could possibly get the number six seed and play Sacramento in the first round of the playoffs. And with a healthy LeBron coming back for the postseason, I think the Lakers could win a playoff series. But that is about it. I don't see them winning multiple playoff series. But you look at the standings in the West. Who is the favorite? Denver's lost four straight. Memphis has won three straight. Memphis still does not have John Morant to be determined, but the Memphis Grizzlies are four back of the Denver Nuggets. Sacramento is five back. Phoenix is nine back, but the Phoenix Suns have lost three straight. They don't have KD for the rest of the regular season. The Golden State Warriors have won two straight. Are the Warriors the favorites in the West? I mean, that is scary to think that the Warriors have all their pieces from their championship team last year. They could sleepwalk through the regular season and somehow, some way, turn on a switch in the postseason and steamroll everybody. But let me tell you something. This Warriors team is not a very good road team. All their games would be on the road. I mean, you look at their road record, 7-26 and 26 on the road. That's not going to get the job done. Can a dark horse team like the Clippers make it to the finals? I think that Teron Liu has done a great job. That Russell Westbrook is starting to know his role on the team. They have won three straight. But I've always said on this show, a healthy Kawhi and a healthy Paul George and the Clippers can beat anybody in the postseason. They were made for the postseason. When healthy, they could get the job done. Over in the East, the Milwaukee is just the best team. They get road victories over Sacramento and Phoenix. And they have the best record in the NBA. They are three up on the Boston Celtics. But look out for the Philadelphia 76ers. Winners of five straight. Joel Embiid is an MVP candidate. James Harden is starting to play with Embiid. But the one thing I like about the Sixers is their key players that come off the bench. Like a Tyrese Maxey. Like a Forkmans. Like, whatever happened to Shake Milton? I love Shake Milton. I thought that he had some moments in the playoffs. I think that the Sixers, they have a pretty good head coach, Doc Rivers. He's good. And he's got that finals experience as well. Today is actually the first four for the women's tournament. I believe that this is the first time that the women have 68 teams in the NCAA tournament, or it might have been before. But the Georgia Lady Bulldogs that will play this Friday against Florida State. South Carolina has the overall number one seed, 32-0. Is South Carolina the new UConn? As head coach Don Staley has got a great team that people want to play in South Carolina rather than go up to UConn. Just imagine Maya Moore, who's probably one of the greatest players to ever come out of the state of Georgia. She went to go play at UConn. Imagine if she could have played at South Carolina or Georgia. She could have stayed a little bit closer home. Oh, we could play the what-if games. That tells you that there is talent here in the state of Georgia. And, of course, across the river, 
because the Central Lady Red Devils have a talented freshman who could play in the WNBA one day. Yes, I'm talking about Jabria Lindsay next year for high school basketball. So high school football, we got the spring games coming up in May, and that means spring practices. We get to see uh, what the team could possibly look like for the fall. We got schedules that could be coming out anytime soon. I just cannot wait. It's going to be a fun time when we have sports, and we're doing all the sports coverage that we can possibly do. And then, of course, I will get the guests lined up for next week's show. But for now, I'm going to sign off. So stay tuned for the best of shows here on the Sports Beat. Hope everybody has a great rest of your day. And I'm out of here. Bye. You are listening to the Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, broadcasted on WQEE 99.1 FM The Key from 2 to 3 p.m. Monday through Friday. This is a local podcast that covers Columbus sports and beyond. If you would like to hear more of this podcast, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.